Hello. How are you doing today? Better. Better. That's good. That's good. Yeah, we were off. Sick? We were off yep. last week. I got the uh, sickness. Cold. Yep. Was not, what, not, not good. It's going around. Yes, it is. So, we're going to be covering a lot of stuff in the last two weeks, including the Super Bowl, even though we're late. But there's some stuff I want to talk about. There was a lot of Marvel reveals last week. We're going to talk about all of that. We watched a Marvel Sony movie that I'm very, very... I have a lot of opinions on. Movie. Terms. M- movie. Loosely. <laughs> it was recorded onto film or digitally and put into theaters. It's about a uh, certain madam who spins her own webs. Yes. And we're also going to cover a subject that uh, may be sensitive to some people, but uh, it's Black History Month. I I chose a movie. And then I said, well, if we're going to talk about this person, we probably should watch a documentary that they did, a four-part documentary about how bad this person is to society. And that person will be revealed in a little bit here. But until then... Lots of food news, so let's get into a fat fucks. While we were gone, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg announced that they are releasing a ready-to-drink gin and juice. Um, it's going to be four different flavors, citrus, apricot, melon, and passion fruit. I was wondering what you would think of that. All of these uh, pre-bottled, uh, they're usually not good. The only good one is High Noon, okay. as far as I'm concerned. Any of the gin or the Jack and Coke ones, I don't really fuck with. Okay. The High Noons are really good. That's basically a vodka soda. But, um, yeah, I don't really know how I feel about this. I also don't drink gin and juice, so. Uh, 8.9% alcohol by volume. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything. So, I know it's... That'll event. fuck you up. Okay. That's yeah. um, that's twice a Coors Light. Like Coors Lights, Coors Light is like four and a half. Bud Lights around that. Most light beers are four and a half to five. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah. Yeah. So they're getting into the market of alcohol. Um, El Paso, Old El Paso, coming out with cinnamon toast crunch dessert taco shells. Going to be sold in Walmart. Um, I'll be it's getting be, those. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a dessert taco with fire. Uh, uh, sprinkled with some cinnamon dust from uh, from uh, cinnamon toast crunch, they look really good. Uh, put ice cream in there, a little bit of caramel, some whipped cream. Maybe make your own little choco tacos or whatever you want to do with it. I was gonna say, I think I saw something this week about choco taco actually returning. So. It's in the, it's in the news. Trust yeah, me, okay. Taco Bell mm-hmm. is in the news. Uh, ben and Jerry's. You like Ben and Jerry's? Have you? Uh, do you have any flavors of Ben I and Jerry's? I love Ben and Jerry's. Uh, <clears throat> no, not really. I usually just get the little like. They have like a strawberry cheesecake one at good. Hannaford that's, that's really good. good. Yep. Um, the little cups they have for like two bucks because it's very, 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 very bad for you. So I don't like to have too much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks like they stole this flavor straight out of fucking foxes and duns. Really? They have that. We had a flavor. we had one called we had one. It was a blue vanilla with uh, brownie bits and uh, marshmallow swirl, which is basically what this is, but it looks like it has cookies in it. Yeah. Um, we call ours Planet Earth, and this one's called what? Marshmallow Sky. Um, it, yeah, it was a fuckers ripped us off. It was a scoop. <laughs> it was a scoop shop exclusive. Now it's going to be in the pints limited time. Looks um, good though. It does I'll look good. T- try it when I see it. As far as Ben and Jerry's, I like the coffee toffee crunch, which used to be a coffee Heath bar. 
Um, yep, I like Coffee Heath Bar or any um, of that and, stuff. And I also like which they don't. I, the problem with Ben and Jerry's is they have good flavors and they get rid of them and they put them in their vault. Um, yep. Back in the they day, they Disney used to have, ice cream. Yep. Back in the day, they used to have a uh, Dave Matthews Band exclusive mm. um, black raspberry yes. with brownie pieces. That was fucking incredible. Yes. Um, it's in their vault in their uh, graveyard right now. So, um, but it is very good. Um, they have really good brownie pieces in their ice cream. They do. Um, yep. So, um, Wendy's coming out with a cinnamon, uh, cinnamon pull apart. Um, kind of like a cinnamon melt. If you ever had that at McDonald's, at McDonald's back. It's like in the monkey day. bread with. It's like monkey bread. Yeah, like. monkey bread. Yeah, in a like cup. where you just tear it apart. Yeah. Uh, coming out on Monday of next week, I believe, on the twenty sixth of February. Uh, going nationwide. I just actually got a coupon a couple of days ago for it in the mail, so they, they are they are promoting it heavily uh, in their breakfast menu. I wish um, um, we had a Cinnabon around us. Yeah, me too. I wish we had a lot of things. We we kind of have not. Uh, we have a few of the nationwide yeah. stuff, but some of them are out of, out of the. They don't come to the northeast far up here. But um, and finally, we're going to talk about this Taco Bell press conference during the Super Bowl. Pulling a page out of Marvel and and San Diego Comic Con, Taco Bell decided to have this event where they invited all of these this food press in and to announce a whole bunch of Taco Bell stuff. I'm going to talk about a few other things. I'll try to get through this quickly because there's a lot of shit they announced. But <clears throat> they're coming out. Their big thing that they're going to be announcing is a Cheez-It, ginormous Cheez-It, giant Cheez-It, that they're going to be putting into the middle of a Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm. Do you like the Crunchwrap? Uh, they're okay, but I think I would like it with the Cheez-It. I liked them. Yeah, that would be really good with the Cheez-It. I liked them a lot more when they first came out. And you can actually you'll be able to buy the giant Cheez-It by itself as well. Um, if you're into that, so I mean, it's probably gonna taste exactly like a cheese that you're not gonna get any any big huge uh, flavor revolution out of it. But um, <clears throat> they're also this actually came out this week a cheesy chicken crispinata. Um, it's almost like a an empanada. Um, it's fried. It's got it's got a shredded chicken, marinated ja uh, jack cheese, mozzarella cheese, pepper jack. Um, it's got some sauces in there. Um, that's out now. I actually saw that. They're going to be coming out this summer with a Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato. Mountain, <coughs> Mountain Dew Baja Blast came out 20 years ago. So there's a lot of things in here I'm going to talk about by the, the Baja Blast by Mountain Dew. It was their exclusive flavor for a while. They're going to be coming out with a frozen gelato. Um, also coming out with a brand new chicken menu this summer. A cantina chicken. It's going to be a slow cooked um, shredded chicken. They're going to be putting it in quesadillas tacos anything that they have they're gonna have their own little menu with that chicken available um and they're also coming out with a avocado verda salsa it's gonna be their new sauce um cheesy enchilada dipping taco now this sounds good um enchiladas are good i love them um i love to make them cheesy and it's gonna be a dipping taco we talked about it a couple months ago when they had a dipping taco they're with gonna the bring burrito tacos yeah yep, they're gonna be bringing it back with an enchilada sauce to dip it in and it's gonna be sounds crispy like, and uh, cheesy sounds like they figured out what works and what doesn't and is just changing it a little bit yep yep uh also coming out with a uh, something that was kind of based off of street tacos gonna be little mini chalupas street chalupas um gonna be little flatbreads fried up um, stuffed with mozzarella, pepper jack cheese. I love um, chalupas. Slow roasted chicken or grilled marinated steak, all that stuff. Uh, a new sauce. Um, 
and onion, cilantro, all that, all that stuff. You can get two of them in, a, in an order. Uh, coming out with their own version of crispy chicken nuggets. A Taco Bell crispy chicken nuggets going to have their own uh, jalapeno sauce, a jalapeno honey mustard, which is going to be a signature, uh, a signature and a signature bell sauce as well. Those uh, between those two. Um, also announced, like you mentioned, bringing back the Choco Choco Taco. Um, there, it's not going to be the traditional one that they had before, but it's going to be another another version of that. Somebody else is making it for them. Uh, coming out this summer. They're also going to be coming out with, us with some Cinnamon, Cinnamon Delights. They actually have those now, but they're going to come out with a uh, car- uh, caramel version mm. uh, sometime. Um, they're going to be coming out with these new chillers. Almost looks like um, parfaits, but they're going to be uh, churro-inspired. They're going to have little churro flakes on the top, um, churro bits. Um, going to be cold foam, caramel-flavored. A um, whole bunch of other things. Uh, also coming out with maybe a caramel empanada again. Those used to be on the menu. They took them off. Um, taste there. They, they announced some taste test stuff. They're coming out with this Baja Blast pie. That said, they say it tastes like a key lime pie. I don't know if that's going to go nationwide. They're also coming out with a Baja Blast inspired twist, like their cinnamon twists. So they they announced all this stuff in a in a conference. A la Marvel, a la, and it went crazy, went viral. Uh, some of the stuff will probably show up nationwide. Some of it may be limited to California or uh, wherever their taste test kitchens are. But um, so that's it for food news. Let's jump into a teach race sports. I got a couple of things I want to talk about when we're getting to the Super Bowl. This is the theme to teach race sports. We need a theme for teach race sports. I couldn't think of anything that would be original. I stole this instrumental from the Gary Shanley Show. This is the theme to teach race sports. This is the theme to teach race sports. Now, <clears throat> we talked about TKO, the owner of WWE and UFC, and how they've merged. What are your thoughts? Now, we've seen WWE show up in the crowd at UFC events. Yeah, Undertaker used to go to, like, everyone. Right, and it's it's, it's good cross-promotion. Cross what do you think of a guy going on Raw, on live on the microphone, and calling out Colin McGregor in a, in a kind of a break from the show, but it was a segment that they heavily promoted on social media, um, I don't know this Michael Chandler. I'm sure you do. You can give me some information. Yeah, he's pretty good. So, what are your thoughts on this match? If it happens, what are your th- what are your thoughts of them bringing UFC into the WWE, a fake sport? It's a good idea for promotional purposes. I mean, they really have the same audience. There was a time when right it was thought of boxing had to have its own audience, wrestling had to have its own audience, and UFC had to have its own audience, and that's never really been the case because they're all going after the same people who watch their sports. You know, like, it's the same age demographic. It's not like... I mean, for the most part, WWF... Of course, when UFC started, WWF was 93, so that's when they were doing, like, Doink the Clown. So I guess you could consider them, like, more of, like, a kiddie... Right. Kiddie show. Um, But, I mean, in in general, they both attract the same exact audience, so I don't see any problem with it. Um, Has there been a lot of negativity around it? I don't know. I noticed it, and I kind of... I didn't cringe about it, but I wanted to get your opinion on it, because I know you love the UFC. I got to, uh... I got to get onto uh, UFC Twitter and start following some people there so that shit actually shows up in the timeline. Because I didn't even see this. I just saw it in the notes earlier. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, he actually went on the. He actually yeah. called. He actually called out Conor McGregor by name. The crowd went crazy, of course. Yeah. Um, and Chandler's, oh, it's, it's Chandler's a good microphone guy. He's a good it's, like. If he and Conor fight, it's going to be a good lead up to the fight. Yeah, it's um, for UFC 300, 300, I believe, is what they mentioned. Yeah. So, I mean, um, they need somebody for 300. With 200, got completely fucked with everyone. A bunch of people got injured, like, in the lead up to that, so the whole show right. was fucked. Um, so, I think they even had, like, I think that might have been the card where Daniel Cormier fought, like, a 44 year old fucking Anderson Silva because nobody else could fight Daniel Cormier or something like that. That was where Lesnar, uh, that's where Lesnar came back to. I remember that. There was a big hype. Yes, Lesnar came back and tested positive, but he was only back for, like, one fight. One fight. He didn't give a fuck. Yep. Um, So let's get into the Super Bowl. This is two weeks ago, but we're going to get into it. Uh, Most watched telecast in television history, which we kind of knew was going to happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, 123 million. This is a couple weeks ago. It could be even more. 123 million average viewers across the platform. At one time, there could have been 200 million viewers just kind of skipping through, watching little segments here and there. Um, but the the average audience was 123, um, which is gigantic. Um, yeah. And streaming was huge for Peacock. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, what, and, uh, uh, da, da, da. So, basically, I wanted to bring up... This whole entire thing was a fiasco. The whole, yep. the whole season was... The yep. whole Taylor Swift effect. We're gonna, we brought it up a couple weeks ago. Everything yep. that happened after the after the game ended was a storybook ending to a season. I don't know anything about the season as far as the football is concerned. All I know is what the eyes of the they, uh, country. The funny saw. thing about the funny thing about the uh, the way that game ended. Same exact play that ended the Super Bowl last year. They can't say you called the same exact play just to a different receiver. Okay. Same. Threw to the same side and everything. They were like mirror plays. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good game. Um, I, know, I like to think the NFL isn't rigged, but the way the playoffs turned out, it kind of looked it. Um, especially in the Ravens game, uh, where Travis Kelsey basically starts a fight with somebody and the Ravens got penalized 15 yards. Um, but Lamar Jackson just completely shit the bed, so I really can't blame the refs fully on that one because that guy can't play in the spotlight. Um, yeah, this season was weird, like... I took a bunch of Chiefs players on my fantasy team because they're usually pretty good. And as soon as it was rumored that Kelsey and Swift were together, I turned my buddy Chris, we were at work. And Chris is a diehard Chiefs fan, has been since the 70s. And um, I was like, well, all my Chiefs players are going to suck. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Kelsey had five touchdowns. I think Taylor was at like 10 games and saw like two of them. Um, He had a very poor season. He was kind of injured a little bit. I mean, at one point, I think they were 500 at one point. Um but yeah, this whole season was very weird. It was all obviously centered on her because she is probably the biggest name in music in the last... Right. Since Michael Jackson, definitely. I would say, yeah, since Peak Jackson, so yep. early 90s maybe? Since Black and White maybe? Yeah, because um, yeah. Michael Jackson the biggest used, used to music have... Star Michael Jackson ever? used to have fans in the crowd at his stadium shows that were screaming faint and go crazy. She's yep. getting that same effect, just in a different. Yeah. I mean, it's I totally guess, different. You know, but. Uh, Justin Bieber, I could kind of put in that category also. For a yeah, while, Bieber, um, not, for not, young, not this big though. Teenage women, he was like, that was the same thing though. People were like crying at his shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, teenage girls, I went to his shows, but uh, yeah. 
the amount of the albums were phenomenal. The, the amount of albums that she sells is ridiculous. But we talked about it before. But yeah, it's just it just seems so fake to me. It's like kind of like you mentioned it. Is it is it rigged? Is it like legitimately? Is this a new sports entertainment franchise? Because it seemed like the storybook ending that they could possibly want. The very last scene of the telecast, which I actually watched until eleven thirty that night, was Kelsey and her and her kissing as they just got off the podium talking about how they won the Super Bowl. And it was like the fairy tale ending that you could expect from a storybook uh, romantic comedy right. or romantic rom com, whatever. It's like and that it's fucking just... perfect pitch movie. <laughs> pitch the Red perfect, Sox, yeah. two thousand four, yeah. pitch perfect. Exactly, and it's just like, is this was this was this foretold? Did they actually come up with the script for this? Like, it legitimately also, made me. Think the other that. thing too is that you look at it. Um, the Patriots basically ran the NFL for two yeah. decades, yeah. and um, I think the NFL may want to try to because they had some suspect stuff come up amongst their reign um where they started yeah, out right. kind of as america's team and then they had the deflate gate and the spy gate and all that stuff um does the nfl want to make sure that kansas city is the next team i don't know um i don't like to think of sports being that rigged um well all the evidence it has been in the back of my mind all the evidence is there we talked about it a few weeks ago and we brought up all the taylor swift effect of, of football what it did for the what it did for the advertising part portion of this Free advertising for the NFL brought a lot of viewers, female viewers that they didn't expect to have in. Um, yep. It just it just changed the the atmosphere the whole entire. They had little girls going to NFLshop.com and buying Travis Kelsey jerseys or making their own, going to Taylor Swift concerts and and, and Kelsey jerseys. So it's just kind of yep. it's just kind of like it's fuck it's fucking weird that this happened the yeah. way it is. And um, America's new uh, it couple. It kind of reminds me yeah. a lot of like Marilyn Monroe and um, what's his name from the Yankees back in the day, um, Dimaggio. Dimaggio. Joe Dimaggio. Same type. Yeah. yeah. Same type of thing. Um, yeah. I just know I'm not drafting any Chiefs players if she's still in the building this year. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> um, but the big thing that we were actually going to go live that night. Um, I got busy, and I know you didn't want to do anything if you were going to be too drunk watching the game. So we kind of said I stayed sober because I assumed we'd be doing something. <laughs> yeah, and when we didn't. But we do want to talk about the Marvel news of the week, and the first thing they dropped was the Deadpool 3 teaser. Official name, Deadpool and Wolverine. Um, wasn't on my list. I think we talked it was Deadpool and Friend was the rumor. Deadpool and Friend. Yeah, as soon as um, we got off, I saw Deadpool and Wolverine was going to be the title as soon as we got off from that. Okay. Um, it was Deadpool and Friends, Deadpool and Wolverine. There was one other one, but like the quote unquote like insider said it was going to be Deadpool and Wolverine. De- Deadpool and Wolverine, good name. Um, we knew Wolverine was going to be a big part of it. Yeah. Not a big part of the trailer though. Um, Ryan Reynolds t- uh, put out a uh, poster for it. It's a uh, it's a uh, friendship locket with uh, half being uh, Wolverine, half being Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, coming out July twenty second. Um, Hugh Jackman because the the things say best and one of them says best one of them says friends. Hugh Jackman posted uh, best is a stretch and so is friends. Um, yep. Returning characters shown in the teaser trailer: Mohinder, who's great in the first first two; uh, Vanessa, his girlfriend; Colossus; Nagasaki. Yep. Naga, I'm glad she's uh, back. I uh, I was unsure if Negasonic would be back. We'll yep, just say Negasonic. <laughs> yep. Um, her girlfriend Yukio. Blind yep. Al, who is amazing in this series, um, and some who have even died previously, Shatterstar and Peter, who was Peter was great yep. in the first in the oh, second yeah. movie. Um, um, yeah. So, I wish, uh, what's his name wasn't such a weirdo and could be in part three. 
TJ Miller. Yeah, TJ Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish he could have been able to be a part because he's like my he's one of my favorite pl- parts of the first two movies. Yeah, my too. Um, so it looks so. like in the trailer, Wade has fixed the timeline after Deadpool two. You kind of knew in the end of the after credits that he was going back with Cable's time yep. thing and changing everything. Um, and, and he brought his family back together. This is his family that he wanted. Um, Wade has a weird wig in this. Looks <laughs> very yeah, strange. Yeah, he does. Uh, he, has, he ends up taking it off by the end of the scene, but uh, it's, ha- it's like a happy birthday party that he's having. And then the TVA show up, which has been a rumor for a while. It was confirmed in the trailer. Uh, Matthew McFadden playing the head TVA agent, yep. almost like a Morbius character played by Owen Wilson. I think he may be in this show. Um, they're not going to show him in this trailer because there's very, very much a limited amount of stuff that they showed in it. Um, they didn't even show Wolverine for maybe less than a second in the trailer. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, Matthew McFadden, who was in um, uh, that show on HBO. Uh, uh, yeah, Succession. Succession. Um, he, he plays a TVA agent who kind of kidnaps uh, Wade, Deadpool, and asks, them for, asks him for help. Um, not sure what the help is. Something going on in the multiverse. Um, he's going to be playing a character rumored to be Mr. Paradox, another name for Morbius in the TVA in the comic books. Um, uh, let's see. In in the trailer, at the very end, uh, you see Wade Wilson on the ground, and uh, he's gotten taken down. And you see him on the ground, and you see a Secret Wars comic book next, laying next to him with a, with a soda bottle. The comic book is Secret Wars number 5 from the... 2015 Secret Wars 2, not the one from the 80s. Um, this is where Doctor Doom is kind of separating the the uh, multi- the multiverse into a battle world. So this is the very first time in the MCU we've seen Doctor Doom depicted. Um, also, you see the soda bo- soda bottle is from the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. It's the soda bo- <laughs> soda bottle that uh, the blood goes into that Stanley ends up uh, drinking. Um, you see that bottle emptied next, or actually, I don't even look like it doesn't look like it's empty, but it's sitting on top of that comic book. Um, this is set in the void. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But the void, if you're if you've watched Loki season one, which is now recommended viewing if you haven't seen it to watch this movie, um, the void will be probably the fan service wet dream of every MCU and Fox property ever. Um, yeah. It looks like the TVA is going in and pruning the whole entire 20th century Fox universe. Um, and they're going to be having a lot of cameos. We've talked about a few of them from the X-Men universe, from the Fantastic Four universe, Blade. There could be a lot of stuff that gets pruned in that universe. To the point where in the trailer they actually do show the 20th Century Fox logo in rubble, in the void. Um, in the, the void um, is where they basically where they get rid of a universe. Everything goes in there almost like a dumpster. Everything gets pruned into there. And it just lays there to die. In, in Loki season one, there are like 10 or 12 Lokis that were living there in their own little compound. Um, Loki gets sent there at one point, finds his way out. Um, but yeah, this is going to have something to do with that. Um, Hulk's, you see in the trailer, you see Hulk's bed from Sakaar, from Thor Ragnarok. Uh, uh, Wade is sitting in that bed. Um, you also see Deadpool in a snow-covered world. Um, at one point, he's looking at this monitor, and they're showing him video from Avengers Age of Ultron in the very beginning of the snow, the snow when they're on Sokovia. And they're trying to... Uh, they're trying to... I can't remember what they're doing. Oh, they're trying to get the staff from, uh, from, the, from the Nazis. 
um, which are uh, Hydra, not not Nazis. But um, they show they show Wade in a snow covered world that makes you think maybe he went into Sokovia too. So he's in uh, so far in, in Ragnarok, and so far he's in Age of Ultron. Um, speculated. Um, also, like I mentioned, he's in the Void, 20th Century Fox logo. Um, the only cameo in this of a character that we didn't know was in the movie was Aaron Stanfield, Stanford from X2 and the Last Stand of X-Men. Um, a grizzled and aged Pyro. Pyro was the villain of the third movie, one of the villains. Um, he, by name, controls fire. Um, he was a kid then, and he's old and grizzled now. Um, looks like he's going to be doing kind of like a splinter cell in this void uh, prison that they're in. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, the Doom Bots. There's a lot of rumors that there's this character shown with a mask on that could be a Doom Bot or Doctor Doom. Don't don't believe that. It's just probably a character with a mask on. Um, we'll have to wait and see though. Who knows? Um, TVA confirmed. Mobius, will, Mo will Mobius be in it? Will Syl Sylvie be in it? I don't know if Sylvie would be in this story. Seems like it's going to be a uh, contained story to to uh, Deadpool. Um, makes Loki a must-watch uh, with the 20th century fox being pruned in the void. Um, Eliath was also teased. Eliath is a big smoke monster that lives in the void. That ends up eating everything in the void and destroying it. Um, sucks it in and kind of eats it and destroys it. Um, <clears throat> they also showed the uh, from X-Men The Last Stand. They showed the Golden Gate Bridge. They showed it in the background of one of these shots. Um... And the big speculation is a couple of things. Does the Void turn into Battle World? Battle World is where all of these characters are fighting together to try to save the multiverse. And, and by the end of the comic book run, the multiverse becomes one unified universe. On, But it all begins in Battle World. And it almost seems like maybe the Void could be turning into that. We'll have to wait and see if that's what they do. Um, we also see a version of Wolverine sitting at a sitting at a, almost like a card card table or something in a casino. Um, you only see the back of him. You see his iconic hair, but you see him in a white suit. This is Patch Wolverine, the version of uh, that, that owns, uh, I believe, a casino on Madripoor. I believe that's what he owns or he runs it. Um, but he has an eye patch. He has a white tuxedo. Um, Different variation of Wolverine, rumored to be maybe Daniel Radcliffe, because there's always been rumored to be a part of this. Um, the speculation went wild with that. Or Taron Egerton, anybody who's been rumored to be Wolverine, I could see them bringing in to, to play a different variant of Wolverine. Um, you also see a shot of a brand new villain that they're bringing in for Deadpool 3. This villain is Cassandra Nova. She is the kind of the sister, twin sister to Charles Xavier, um, as far as DNA is concerned. Um, she has this, kind of the same powers. She ends up uh, in the comic books controlling the Sentinels um, to create another ge uh, mutant genocide. Um, you see her bald head in the trailer for a brief, brief second. Um, rumored to be the main villain of this whole entire movie. Um, and like I said, at the very end of the trailer, all you see is the shadow of uh, Wolverine standing over Deadpool. And you see his claws come out, and he goes up to reach and pick him up. And that's where the trailer ends. So, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Wolver uh, Wolverine himself, uh, Hugh Jackman, posted a, a another poster instead of Wolverine. Instead of uh, Deadpool and Wolverine, it says Wolverine, an asshole. He posted that on his social media, and he said he fixed it. Um, 
set a world record for trailer viewing, uh, 365 million views in 24 hours. Uh, the speculation that that also includes the Super Bowl spot, which yeah, is only it like does. 30 seconds. Yeah, so right. it wasn't the That's full trailer, say. which is like a hundred million. Um, I think yeah. they, or whatever it was, 130 million. That they but still, with. yeah, it's still it's pretty big. Yeah, um, it's huge. <clears throat> Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home in comparison was about ten million less. So, um, yeah, we're we're into we're into a point where it's gonna be awesome. They released a on uh, th- on Valentine's Day. Released a a, uh, a s- exclusive with uh, Deadpool's hand and uh, Wolverine's hand doing the heart sign together um, with with uh, Wolverine's blades out. Um, so yeah, it looked awesome. I uh, very very short. Not a lot of not a lot of new information. I just kind of picked point pinpointed what what was in the trailer. Um, but I can't wait to see this movie. It's the only Marvel thing we're getting this year besides Agatha at the end of, Agatha, uh, at the, end of the year. So I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the Fox universe and how they how that ends and what kind of cameos we're going to get from this. I hope I hope we actually get some really good fan service. We didn't get it with uh, Doctor Strange. We got some of it. But I think Deadpool could be the uh, catalyst to actually getting that fan service that we wanted back then um, in Doctor Strange. So we'll have to wait and see. Um... Other trailers had dropped that night. The boys dropped a Vought uh, Super Bowl spoof. Um, it was kind of like a all-American Vought uh, commercial promoting Vought in uh, in the boys' universe. Looked great. Um, Wicked. I think I thought yep. the trailer looks great. I want to see that. I think it looks very good. Um, it's going to be based off the musical uh, Twisters sequel to Twister. Yes, that came out. Uh, trailer looked good. I don't. I know why think they it made looks it so awesome. It looks so much fun. <laughs> I don't know why they made it so so late. Uh, there are a lot of nods to the first movie in it. Uh, none of the none of the actors are shown from the first movie. I don't even think they're in it. Um, brand new, no, brand uh, new cast of characters. Did you see uh, Corn Sweats in that movie? Apparently, too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. our new Superman. Yeah. Uh, but it's got uh, what's his name? Who's um, from Top Gun? Who's just fantastic? I fucking yeah, love yeah. That I guy. can't remember his name, but I know you're right. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. I think that movie just looks like so much fun, and I loved the old Twisters movie when it came out. So. Yep. Uh, we saw a new trailer for Fall Guy. comes out in a couple months. We also saw a brand new trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which looks yep, fantastic. Looks dope. Every so every new every new thing we see for this trailer looks amazing. The new poster, I posted it with this new king of this. Uh, yep. you got to watch the uh, third one. I do you have to watch, watch it before, before this it's comes out in May 10th. Fantastic. Yeah, we will do that. Um, Usher thought the uh, Super Bowl halftime was okay. Um, Didn't see it. It was, I was okay. Catching, I was catching up on trailers. Um, I know there's a few commercials. We're going to talk about a couple of them. Uh, another one uh, one that came out was um, Danny DeVito and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> coming back and doing a kind of a spoof on Twins. Um, also, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, Duncan commercial. That was pretty you, good. <laughs> I, that was pretty awesome. Um, I liked it. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady's on the on the one and twos while uh, while Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are singing for Jennifer yep. Lopez. It's it's amazing, incredible. It's really good. And do you think uh, Affleck actually directed the commercial? He probably did, right? He probably did. Yeah, he's in control of a lot guess. of his work now. But so. yeah, um, so yeah, that was a Super Bowl. I want to talk about all that stuff. Well, let's get into what we watched. Watched a lot of stuff. Um, we did what we did catch up on two episodes of Curb. We watched last week's and we watched this week's a couple days ago. <laughs> Uh, last week's episode was all about the lawn jockey. Um, they move into uh, an Airbnb yeah. <laughs> with a lawn, jo- lawn jockey out front, um, and they end up destroying it. And they have to go around in in Atlanta, mind you, and try to find a black lawn jockey, which is very, very racist nowadays. These are something that are mm-hmm. handed down. You can't find them that easily. Can't find it, so they buy a white one, and they put shoe polish on him 
at one point in the show, Leon <laughs> Leon walks up to the house. He sees a launch jockey. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "Did you fist bump this motherfucker?" It's like it's amazing. Um, was it was it uh, polish or was it the shit that Jeff was putting in his hair that started to melt on his face? That's right. The it hair, was his hair the stuff. Hair, yeah, the hair, that's what um, it was. Yeah. Which was a shot at uh, Giuliani, which I thought was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, because it looked like <laughs> it did look like they made a Giuliani uh, launch jockey. It was pretty funny. But um, Mocha Joe has a doppelganger ganger in this. It was being his lawyer, and he couldn't he couldn't trust him because he looked exactly <laughs> like Mocha Joe. Uh, that was pretty awesome. But yeah. Um, Marcus from the Bear. I don't know who that is, but was that the was that uh, the guy in prison? What's that? Uh, Marcus from the Bear was uh, on the show. He was. He was just. I just put that in there because he was in the episode. I didn't um, see him. He was. He was the black dude him. that was like giving them a funny look when they were looking for a black lawn jockey. Oh, okay. And he was basically yep. like. I didn't even recognize racist. him. Like <laughs> I, I didn't even yeah. recognize I, him. I saw him and I'm like that guy looks familiar. So I looked it up and I'm like, oh, it's the guy from the Bear. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't why. even recognize him. <laughs> um, episode three came out this week. Leon wears short shorts and his balls end up showing, and the and the hilarity ensues between him and Larry. Um, the great scene in this was Larry stealing golf lessons. He's sitting on yep. a bench watching a golf lesson, and he's trying to mimic the golf lesson. And the guy who's teaching the lessons, are you stealing my lessons? It's, it's fucking fantastic. Um, <laughs> the whole the whole coyote scene in this episode. He hears a coyote up in the hills. He thinks it may yep. come from his house. So they just got, uh, Jeff just got a new puppy. And Larry's like, "Well, we gotta finish the game. We gotta finish. We gotta finish this run." So they end up playing. They end up playing golf a little bit more. Get back to the house. See the dog. Are thankful that the dog is alive. And then Susie says, uh, "What are you so happy about?" I said, "We thought the dog was dead. Well, why did you come check him when you heard the screams?" <laughs> it was great. It was a great episode. Um, yep. This, show, this season's think, been great so far. And uh, it looks like they're gonna end it um, the same way they ended Seinfeld, which is could be funny. Larry basically being like "fuck you" to everyone because right. <laughs> right. he's got he's got that trial coming up in Atlanta. So, or they could swerve us. We'll see. Yeah, we'll but so see. far this season's been great. While we were gone, I finished Shameless season eleven. Finished the whole series. Um, I kind of mentioned it in a spoiler. Frank does die at the end. Um, big whole episode yep. at the end. The last episode was Frank's uh, kind of farewell. Um, the whole entire show kind of kind of pivoted when Fiona left. Uh, Debbie kind of turned into a mess, kind of turned into her mother. If you ever watch the show, or if you want to know about it, Monica was kind of a mess, just like Frank. Um, and Monica, kind of Debbie was mimicking everything that she was doing by the end. And uh, you could kind of tell that she was going to be going down that route very, very, very easily. Um, everybody on the show, for the most part, had a happy ending. Um, I think Lip was probably my favorite character, especially after yeah. the bear, seeing him on the bear. Um, yep. But yeah, that was a good show, and every once in a while I'm watching TV, it's like, damn, I could wish I could be watching Shameless, I've already seen every- everything, so. Um, yeah. Halo came back. Halo episode 2, 3, and 4. My god. Episode 4 today, I'm just going to talk about that because it was fucking incredible. Um, I didn't realize, I was after doing research of the fall of Reach, this whole entire episode was, Reach is kind of like their capital planet where every all of the political power of this universe is set on Reach. And the Covenant come into Reach and just disintegrate the whole entire planet. And this is based off a book that came out in October of 2001. Now, Kevin, what does that tell you? This is a prequel book. They came out right. a month before the Xbox was released, and Halo yep. Combat Evolved came out. I, I remember, remember when this came out. 
I remember, remember the, the book too. Yeah. But I didn't realize that the whole entire series so far was based off of this book. Yeah. I kept telling you, well, they're getting close to the planet. I don't know why they haven't got to the ring yet. It's because everything that's happened has happened in this book, The Fall of Reach. It came out in uh, October 2001. Um, Dr. Halsey, the main character of this show, is basically the one who creates uh, Master Chief and Cortana. And she is the kind of the lead character of this book. And the whole entire first two seasons seems to be a depiction of this book. Um, they're actually getting closer and closer to the planet Halo. Um, I'm not going to give too many spoilers about it because I really think you should watch the show. Um, they're getting very close to the planet. It's very, very good. Um, and this and this episode had a lot of video game-like action. They just had the budget. They must really have a lot of high hopes for this show. Um, it just looks fantastic. The battle scenes. Master Chief. The guy who plays Master Chief, one of the Schreiber brothers, he just looks incredible. Um, yeah, he was great on uh, Law and Order, and he's great in, in the, the Wire. Wire. Yeah, he's great in the Wire too, um, but he's great. He's great as Master Chief. Um, um, God, the show is amazing. Is he the is he the younger brother to leave? I believe so. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, didn't realize this whole entire season one and season two were based off of this book, and makes total sense. That's a prequel to the game, the first game. So. Um, Continue watching that. Going to do that for the next few episodes. I think there's eight episodes coming out halfway through. Um, Black History Month. We're at the end. We're going to be talking about a movie um, called Ghost Dad. came out in 1990, starring Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby at the time, we're going to talk about his career a little bit, but at the time was huge. This is right in the middle of the hype train for The Cosby Show, which was gigantic on television at the time. Um, they kind of did a movie based off of... Kind of like Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, kind of that craze at the time where it was where kind of everybody was obsessed with ghostbusting and, and, and all that kind of shit. Um, it's a reaction to that. Um, Bill Cosby plays kind of a businessman, a busy businessman who barely has time for his three children. Um, has so many close calls to death in the first 15 minutes of the movie. He ends up taking a cab after work one day. Cab driver who looks like Charles Manson. Um, goes nuts and drives the car over a bridge into a river and he ends up dying. He drowns and dies in quotes and becomes a ghost. Um, the rest of the movie, he has uh, to convince his family that his ghostly presence is real. Um, he has to figure out how to talk because ghosts can't talk. He kind of has to do it through um, telepath telepathically. Um, it's and like, a uh, like uh, Interstellar. When he's floating around, he's like, uh, sends signals to his daughter. Don't ever compare this to a <laughs> Nolan movie. <laughs> Um, so he has to, he has to, by the end of the movie, he has to locate and absorb and back into his body before it's too late and he crosses over. Um, Omar Gooding, who was in Nickelodeon at the time, um, yep. played a rich, Here's nosy neighbor, smart, uh, Stuart. Um, the ghost mechanics of this movie, he can, he can only be seen in a very, very dark room. Can't be shown with any light in the room. Um, he can't vocalize words. Like I said, he has to do it telepathically. Um, he's invisible and can walk through walls. Oh, yeah, and he floats and he can fly, which is fucking weird. Um, <laughs> there's a weird scientist ghost expert who lives in London who kind of... I, I wish I could explain to you the mechanics of this movie, but it's very, very confusing. As a kid, I loved it. As an adult, I don't know what to think about it. Um, he has three days to find his body before he crosses over because he thinks that up there in heaven or wherever, whatever you want to believe, they got it wrong. Um, the scientists kind of... Um, 
to, uh, I don't know how he gets him. He gets him to fly from wherever they are in America to London. And then he's in his office. He's talking to him, telling him about the mechanics of him being a ghost. And he has three days to find his body. He ends up finding his body. His daughter dies at the end. They have to put her back in the body. A lot of fucking shenanigans go on in this movie. Um, I did love this movie, like I said, as a kid. For some reason. It was one of my favorite movies. Um, it was on TV a lot. I think that's maybe why. It was on like, ABC or NBC. It was on a lot of it TV. Was on. And like you said, it was a, v- a VHS. I believe that you said you got a McDonald's or you or I think so. Available. It was like... Yeah. They were like a dollar extra with a Happy Meal or something yep, like that. I was like, this like and Field of Dreams. Yep. Um, but yeah, Ghost Dad was everywhere. Bill Cosby was everywhere. Commercials. Um, so what happened when Cosby's head got too big? Spanish Fly. That's what happened. <laughs> so we were going to talk about... I've been wanting to watch this documentary for a few years. It came out in 2021, I think. Yeah. Um, it was talking about the the... the the whole entire thing with his career and all the allegations that came out with him being a sexual predator. Uh, the documentary that came out on Peacock, it's called Let's Talk About Cosby. Four-part documentary on Paramount, sorry, Paramount Plus. Um, talks a lot about his career. First time I became aware of Bill Cosby, my mom had a, a cassette tape of Bill Cosby himself. Um, a lot of the routines on that I still remember to this day. The chocolate cake, and they actually talk about in this documentary, the chocolate cake routine. Um, a lot of stuff with his brother. He did a lot of family stuff. He's a very clean comic, doesn't swear. He actually is notorious that he talks to other black comedians, Eddie Murphy being the big one because he brought it up, and uh, Eddie Murphy Raw, where he kind of uh, talks down to him saying, you don't need to talk like that to an audience. It's like, fuck you, Bill. <laughs> That's the whole entire yeah. thing. But yeah, it's... It talks about that album a little bit in this documentary. It talks about him coming up in the 70s. Um, his work on I Spy with um, Robert Pulp from Robert Culp from um, Greatest American Hero. Um, and the 1970s stuntman revolution where, he, where at the time stuntmen for black people were white men dressed in blackface. So he kind of put a stop to that and they started hiring black people. Which is kind of cool that he was in, in kind of in the middle of that. But Behind the scenes is the stuff that was going on parallel to all the cool stuff that he was doing that kind of was problematic. Um, Cosby hung out at the Playboy Club in the 1960s and 70s. Um, he did a lot of 70s civil rights specials, which is kind of a step forward to uh, black uh, to black black uh, shit going on in this in the uh, in the inner cities. Um, Became a PBS educator for the kids. He was on Electric Company, Captain Kangaroo. Um, and, of course, Fat Albert, his cartoon, came out. Had a lot of uh, mor- moral stuff. He came out, became a moral uh, mor- moral authority kind of figurehead at this time in the 70s and 80s. Um, he did the, the Pudding Pop commercials. He did a whole bunch <laughs> of commercials, Coca-Cola. Um, and then yep. the Cosby Show came out. 65 million viewers a night. It was huge. Um, Cliff Huxtable was an OBGYN in the basement of his family. Yes. <laughs> I never even thought about that, like, ever. Because <clears throat> well, I, I, mean, I haven't seen The Cosby Show in, like, 20 years anyway, so. I mean, he was one of the highest grossing earners of the 80s, advertising and TV. But all intertwined in this were sexual assaults. 60. 60 of them came forward within that time from the 60s to the 2000s. Um... And it was all it was all done through him 
um, getting them in, drugging them, putting uh, putting stuff in their drinks, and then they wake up finding him standing over them and, and doing weird shit or doing whatever. Or right after the act had been done, um, he was drugging them with Spanish. He's he was very every, every once in a while in comic comedy routines he was talking about Spanish Fly. Um, it's just very very cringy. You look back. You at talked about that stuff. on like on that uh, what was it, Larry King Live? He was talking about yeah, it on that too in the nineties. <laughs> Yeah. And there's also a scene from there's also a scene from the Cosby Show where he talks about his barbecue sauce, and how it makes yes. everybody fall in love, and it was kind of like a secret recipe. Very very cringeworthy <laughs> stuff, and they brought it all up in this documentary. The documentary is fantastic, but the but the subject matter is kind of is kind of creepy. Um, so why did America look away after the first allegations came out almost twenty years ago? I mean, this came out in two thousand and four, the very first allegations. Um, and nothing actually happened till Hannibal Burris reopened the case to the public in, in the public eye, um, in a uh, in a just a routine that he did a, a comedy routine, just run of the mill comedy routine. The cell phone camera caught it, went viral very quickly in 2015, and all of a sudden, 60 women came out. More than 60 women. They're still coming out to this day, mm-hmm. um, talking about stuff that happened in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, up to 20 years ago. Um, in the early 2000s, um, make you th- makes you think. Watching this documentary, he's one person. How many other famous people use their fame in ways that took advantage of other people, sexual or not? But this is big. This is huge. Yeah. The amount of people that he actually dosed, which could go badly, no matter what. I mean, you could he could have killed somebody by dosing them too much for for, for drugs. Drugs was big at the big back in the day. You're taking loots, you're taking whatever, you could, you, you could be fucked up no matter what. But it could have gone south in a lot worse ways. Sexual, Not saying sexual abuse isn't bad, but it could have ended with death, which could have been even worse for him. Uh, for Worse for the victim as well. But um, can you separate the art from the artist? That's kind of where this whole documentary goes But I talked about all the good things about Cosby. His comedy, his TV show, commercials, him being a moral advocate for, for civil rights like... Can you separate the art that he created with the Cosby Show, which was gigantic, from the artist? And we're not talking about just Cosby. We're talking about R. Kelly. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Like, can you separate the art from the artist? Even Chris Benoit. We talk about it with wrestling every once in a while. Chris Benoit. Can you separate his run as a wrestler with what he did when he murdered his fucking family? Can you do that? Yeah, that's sure. an extreme. That's an extreme <laughs> part of it. But can you actually do that? That kind of brings the question of this documentary. Documentary is fantastic. I recommend if you mm. want to learn anything about it, watch it. It was good, very good. Um, I'm glad we glad we watched it. Um, if we're gonna talk about Ghost Dad, we're gonna bring up Bill Cosby. We gotta talk about the problematic part of it, so it's probably a perfect time to do that. So I'm glad we did. Um, wow, got through that pretty quick. So let's get into the news. And it's not a new segment. Let's trail around it. Um, first trailer, we mentioned Godzilla vs. Kong, the new Empire, coming out in a couple of weeks. I think the end of March. Um, I still don't know what the fuck this trailer, what this movie is going to be. It's supposed to be like a buddy cop with movie with Godzilla and Kong. Uh, and I saw somebody post online. They just, they just said, so who's the black one? <laughs> oh, wow, you're right. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's actually pretty funny. Um, wow. But yeah, this movie is probably going to be absolute trash, like every Godzilla movie except for Minus One, right. which 
we need to fucking come out so I can watch it again. Yeah, so but, I can uh, yeah, watch it. Yeah, does not look good. Doesn't look good. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of bad timing, like you mentioned. Godzilla minus one is getting such accolades right now. Yep. And they're releasing another bad Godzilla movie because the last one this, was not that good. This Godzilla could benefit off Kong. the minus one hype too, though. I think and people I think just it, don't I know. They just will. heard there's yeah. a Godzilla movie. They might be like, "Oh, this is the one that everyone said was awesome three months yeah. ago." Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Marvel, this week the whole the the whole entire thing started with Deadpool, continued with the reveal for X Men '97, the full trailer. Um, they released a new. Uh, a new poster. They also released a date coming out March 20th, all, uh, starting on that day on Disney+. Plus. Uh, continuation of the original animated series. Uh, trailer looks great. At one point, Wolverine's riding on the back of uh, Gambit, and Gambit's uh, using his powers to uh, ignite his claws. That was a little weird, but yep. the trailer was awesome. Uh, if you love that show, which I did. There's been some controversy over Rogue, apparently. Um, where somebody well, always, said something about always how they've, they've reduced her the size of her backside, so to speak, in a cartoon. So oh. this is like a joking like hashtag going around. Like I think it's like hashtag where'd the cake go? Because that's what the person said. Oh, oh um, so it's just making fun of that person. Um, this show looks fucking awesome. I can't it wait does. for it. I can't wait. I'm, I, I'm going to restart wanna, watching. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to watch it. Go back. I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah, it makes me want to go back and watch that before it comes out. So yep. I may be doing, watching a couple episodes. That show is I mean, awesome. Only, 20 minute episodes so you yeah. can just have it on in the background just doing whatever and let's be honest that that theme song is fucking incredible um, oh, yeah. the reason the reason why we haven't done a throwback to that whole show yet is because it's it's i want to watch the whole thing before we do but maybe mm. if i can get to it in a month i don't know uh just watch we'll just watch a handful of episodes yeah maybe i mean it, just, it is yeah you know, the, way the best arcs yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the Dark Phoenix arc is probably the best arc of the whole entire oh, series. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Civil War, brand new trailer for the uh, new movie coming out in April. Um, I can't wait for this. The apocalyptic uh, you know, United States in war. Um, they show the Lincoln Memorial being bombed, which looked fucking incredible. This is going to be awesome. It really is going to be a good movie. Um, very scary because this could happen. <laughs> That's what sucks about <laughs> it. Um, a trailer released yesterday for Borderlands coming yes. out on... Uh, this is this Prime, I believe, or is this a movie theater? Uh, theater and then to Prime. Okay. I think it's theater in August, Prime in like October. Uh, cast um, is very strange, very strange. Yeah, Kate Blanchett playing the main character. Um, Kevin Hart, Jack Black playing the robot. Uh, Ariana Greenblatt, who was in Barbie, she was in uh, Avengers, uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War. She played Gamora, um, young Gamora. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis plays a role in this, and uh, yeah, it's just like in a, a in an apocalyptic uh, <laughs> off world. Directed by directed by Eli, Eli Roth. Roth. Yep, Eli um, Roth. I can't wait for this. It was funny. A lot of people were like, a lot of um, people that don't like James Gunn were like, oh, I can't wait for Borderlands. I'm like, it looks like a James Gunn movie. <laughs> and it sounds, and it definitely sounds like it. The trailer makes it, it sound like it looks, to a team. It looks so. like it's written like a James Gunn movie, also. Yep, so. Yep. <laughs> Um, weekend box office last week or two weeks ago was uh, Argyle on the top, and this week um, Bob Marley actually beat out yep. Madame Web, which we're going to talk about at the end. Um, but uh, Bob right, Marley this weekend, it's getting uh, it's getting good reviews. It's getting uh, decent box office. Um, Oppenheimer won uh, seven Baftas last week, including best film, um, going into the Oscars in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Madam Web is the worst box office opening for Sony's Marvel Spider-Man franchise ever. 
Um, and we're going to get into that at the very, very end because I have my thoughts. Um, Sony Music purchases half of Michael Jackson's publishing and recording masters in a deal worth over $1.2 billion. Um, yeah, everybody's selling their catalog. Uh, I'm not surprised Michael Jackson. Um, speaking of Michael Jackson, Jafar Jackson, they, sh- they, they started filming the, <coughs> the, sorry, the biopic coming out on... April 18th in 2025, they announced the date. Um, he looks just like Michael when he was younger. He does. Um, the He's off, He's doing the off-the-wall era. He's doing the uh, bad era. He's doing the dangerous era. He's playing all the adult Michael Michael 80s, uh, Jack, Michael Jackson 80s uh, iconic stuff. So it's going to be good. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait for it. Uh, Jon Stewart returned to The Daily Show. Uh, last week brought 1.9 million viewers. Um, a lot of the viral clips for it were incredible. Um, mm. There was a scene. There, there was a scene where he was more, where he was mocking Biden and Trump. Um, and the big quote of it was, "What the fuck are we doing here, people?" Oh. When he's showing Biden being Biden, a lot of people don't talk about it because they're just they don't want to be political. Mm. But it's fucked up politics yeah. right now. I can't wait for the election just because of this. Just because of him back on Comedy Central, he always had the best by far um, reaction and uh, yeah. and uh, commentary for everything going on. Who is the amazing. guy that he took over for? Was it Noah? Yeah, was he Trevor the guy Noah. that did the last election? Trevor, yeah. Trevor Noah is hair is horrible. Yeah, but I mean, Daily Show, we loved it back in the day, and we loved it because of shit like this, and it went viral. So, um, the, and we're getting into the. Uh, what are we, six months away from election? Eight months or whatever yep. it is. So, um, While we were gone, I don't know if you had to deal with this, but there was a Facebook chirping sound on phones. Did you have to deal with that? What the Where fuck is that? you trying to scroll? It, it actually ended up stopping. They, they okay. put a stop to it. But Yeah, that happened the other night. I'm like scrolling through and I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? So I just literally just close out Facebook. I'm like, that's annoying. Yeah, they put an update to stop it. But at one point you were scrolling and it would be like a chirp sound. Like chirp, yep. like you're updating it. It was pain in the ass. Speaking of that, I didn't put it in the notes, but did you did you have a problem with AT&T yesterday? When the, the network went down. I don't make calls. I didn't have a problem texting. But yeah, I was also on Wi-Fi all you're day. You're on Wi-Fi, so yeah. Yeah. When I, because I went, I was in York or working all day, and the whole entire cell signal was gone from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. No signal at all. Really? I had SOS on my phone, um, and then throughout the day, I don't think I had a signal at the house here until noon, maybe one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, didn't have any signal at all, and they finally fixed it. I don't know. They're saying it wasn't a uh, China hack or a hack at all. Uh, saying they were doing some sort of a software update, and, it got, and something failed in between there. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. The FBI is actually investigating it. I wanted to bring it up. I forgot to put it in the notes. Um, so we talked about the streaming shit that's going on and what they're adding. The premium part of streaming, which is costing more than the ad free, the ad version, which you which you don't get as much premium stuff. Well, Amazon Prime Video Ads tier, which which is the part you get with Amazon Prime, they're going to be losing Dolby Vision. HDR and Domi Atmos. So the premium stuff you're not getting anymore. You have to pay the $2.99 a month for the premium, no commercial Amazon Prime right. on top of your Amazon Prime subscription that you're already paying for for the. I years. mean, it kind of as as it it kind of makes sense because um, everyone pretty much only had Prime anyways for the shipping. So if you want to get the it good shit ins- from it the streaming, incentive. it's like yeah, it was so, an incentive to for for but, the, for the yeah. Yeah, Especially now that Prime actually has good shit coming out, they want to get some money back for that. So I understand why. Yeah. Um, 
So if you want to watch like Reacher and HDR, Adobe Vision, all that stuff, it makes perfect sense. I won't be spending the two ninety nine, but whatever. I actually am, but I, it's because I forgot I, I have it. It comes out right. like oh shit, what's two ninety nine? Oh yeah, that's what it is. But yeah, uh, it's only two ninety nine. So really, it's the cheapest streaming service that you can it is. get. So because um, like I said, most people get it for the strip, the shipping yeah, anyways. So. Yeah. Um, Walmart is eyeing a deal to buy Vizio, the TV brand, mm. for $2 billion. I already thought they owned it, but I guess they just had a deal with them because they were exclusive to yeah. Walmart. Um, yeah. But they're actually eyeing to buy them. Uh, my very first big screen TV was a Vizio. I actually won it from Vizio they're, when they first came out. They're, they're a good cheap, they're yeah. good cheap uh, alternative. So are TCLs. I like the TCL I bought, which yeah, is TCLs a good cheap good. alternative. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Um Stone Cold Steve Austin, we're getting into WrestleMania season. Um, he's not uh, t- he's not uh, talking down the possibility of having one more WWE match um, being with CM Punk. It was always the rumor years ago. Leaving the door open, he's not going to close it. Um, he had a good, pretty good outing with Kevin Owens a couple of years ago. Kind of an impromptu match coming back and yep. facing Kevin Owens. Um, I would like to see him come in and face him, uh, Sam Punk. One more, one more match would be cool. I would love to see him have an interaction, interaction with The Rock. Everything going on with The Rock, we'll talk about it now. Yeah. On on wrestling right now is fantastic. He went full heel last week on SmackDown. Had a cool heel promo. Talked shit about everybody in the audience. Went back to the old Rock of the days where he was the best, which was the heel. Talking about the trailer trash in the audience and getting the reactions that nobody in wrestling is getting besides MJF on AEW right now. It was just fantastic. And going in as the heel, he's not it doesn't look like he's gonna be going to WrestleMania wrestling. He looks like he's gonna be the enforcer on the Roman Reigns side. It would be great if they brought in Steve Austin to be Cody Rhodes enforcer on his side. Rock and Austin. I would love to see mm-hmm. that. I don't know if they'll go that far. Being the 40th year of WrestleMania, being kind of an anniversary year, I would love to see something like that. Or a special guest referee or something going on there, some fuckery. Um, I see a big swerve. I see The Rock swerving. Ala, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Tyson at WrestleMania 14. I see something like that happening, setting up a match next year with Reigns and Rock. Um, That's going to be Rock's retirement match, I'm pretty sure. Um, Yep. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see what how this happens. So far, I'm loving everything that they're showing on social because I haven't actually watched the show because I don't have cable. Um, and I don't watch a Hulu next day because I see everything the night of when it airs on Facebook. So, um, yeah. looking forward to see what happens with that. Um, Disney Star Wars releasing the 25th anniversary of Star Wars Episode One on May 3rd. Uh, Going to be in theaters. Um, yeah, uh, I love that time as a kid when we went and saw that the very first opening night. Movie didn't live up to all the hype. I mean, it kind of did for me. I, I I was so happy when I saw the movie just because Star Wars was back. Uh, when you thought kind of Star Wars was dead, um, mm-hmm. and I just newly got into it within a few years, so um, yep. I was invested. Um, still am. Um, they cast the Karate Kid in the new uh, Ralph Macchio, Jackie Chan uh, kind of weird uh, continuation of the Karate Kid. Um, they, they cast this new kid to play uh, to play the new one. Um, I don't know anything about this movie. Still rumored to be coming out or planning on coming out this year. I think if they're filming it now, it probably there's a chance of that if they do great great editing between now and then. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I have no idea what the story is going to be. Um, Stephen Amell. 
Uh, we talked about Suits a while ago. Yeah. It's like the number one show on Netflix. He's going to be joining the Arrow. spinoff. <laughs> yeah, you talked about Arrow. Um, he's going to be joining Suits spinoff, Suits LA. He's going to be playing the lead, car- lead character of that. Um, and the guy from The Walking Dead, I can't remember his yep. name. Eugene. Uh, Eugene. Uh, Josh McDermott. Um, he's going to be playing uh, uh, along with him in that show. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I I don't know about Suits. I know I, I hear a lot of people who like Psych like Suits. I hear the comparisons. Do you know? Have you seen Suits? Do you know anything about it? No, I've heard good things though. Joe yeah, got into the... it big, my roommate, and okay. uh, Peacock was uh, or NBC, whoever, um, was super smart when they leased it out to Netflix because yeah. they, I think it was nine seasons. They only let Netflix have eight of them, so if you wanted to watch the last oh, season, cool. which at that point you would have to, uh, they put it on Peacock. That's so cool. that was smart of them to do that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, news came out today. The Game of Thrones uh, boss has confirmed that they wanted a film trilogy ending that got blocked. Um, ATT also asked them to shoot vertically on episodes so they could be fitting fitting on uh, phones <laughs> at the time. ATT yeah. were the owners of uh, HBO. That's, at the that's time. how you want to watch fucking Game of Thrones on your phone. And that's the whole reason HBO. <laughs> if you were to blame the fall of DC in the movie universe, you could probably blame it. Put all the blame on AT and T. That's where the quality went down. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you can go back and look at it now, and look at it with a with a fine tooth comb, and that's probably where you're going to find the problem was for shit like this to happen with Game of Thrones. Probably the same shit was happening with DC in a different fact- factor. Um, the Bear season three premiering in June. That was released this week. Um, can't wait for that. Um, final season of uh, Umbrella Academy coming out on August eighth. I uh, cannot how, wait for that. Did you you watch the last season, right? I did. Um, it was fantastic. How did they handle how did they handle the Elliot Page situation? Um, in the show, she kind of has a reason. There's a reason for the okay. Change. So they yeah. wrote a reason to the show. Okay. Yep. I figured um, they were just wondering yeah. if they just ignored it completely because that would have actually been nope. really fucking hilarious. No, nope. no, nope, they actually okay, did, cool. and they actually changed her name to Victor, I believe, in the show. Uh, okay, if I remember correctly. Um, cool. Yeah. So uh, that comes out August eighth. Um, Fandango. Is uh, the new home of Voodoo? Is Voodoo Fandango? Voodoo, if you uh, if you own, I think it's Walmart based. If you uh, yep. own digital, um, Voodoo was the opposite of uh, iTunes. When you bought movies on iTunes, you can buy them on Voodoo as well. Well, Voodoo is now Voodoo Fandango is the new name because Fandango bought Voodoo a little while ago, I believe, um, or Voodoo or Fandango bought Voodoo. Voodoo. I don't know who bought who, but um, they're combining their name, uh, changed the app logo and everything. So. Uh, uh, that's new. Um, Sony is preparing for a PS6 um, as a PS5 approaches uh, the later stage in its life cycle. Seems like it just came out, but it's just been uh, over three years now. I think um, all that means is that they're going to start making the new one. I think that's all yeah. that means. So probably but, another three or four years before you even hear news about the PlayStation 6 yeah. is my guess. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, an open world Terminator game uh, set to be revealed on February 29th next week. Um, yeah, it's open world, uh, Terminator, I believe it's set between the first movie and, uh, and what ha- what happens in, um, on Judgment Day, set in the nice. apocalyptic world after the nuclear war goes off. I'd like um, to check that out, and, uh, the new Jurassic, uh, Park game also. That does look good, because that's, that's based off the that end of the dope. first yeah. movie, and, and somebody yep. gets stuck on the island, that sounds yep. awesome too. It just sounds, it, it's very similar to, like, Alien Isolation, which is a fucking yep. great game. Um, where Sydney, uh, whatever her daughter is in space and the aliens hunting you. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Um, Apple Ring 
from Apple, uh, allegedly in development to rival the Samsung Galaxy Ring. Um, would you wear? Would that? you wear a smart? Would you wear a smart? Would you wear a smart ring? That's kind of like having an Apple Watch, but it's a ring. I guess it probably will measure your steps and shit, but you don't have to have your whole bulky watch with you. No, I, I'm good with the watch. It's not yeah, the that bulky. Is... It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand, know. though. Like Maybe you'd want that if uh, maybe you don't like working out with the watch, or I don't know, maybe whatever reason you have for it. Um, or you just don't need the watch for everything the watch does. I'm sure this won't do everything the watch does. So Yeah, I don't understand the ring thing. Like I, I doubt I you'll know. be able to text and shit from it, but who knows? I don't, I don't understand it. Um, subscription to streaming. An average spending of American families hit almost $1,000 per year. The average. Um, we talk about it all the time, how streaming is becoming more costly than cable ever was. And it's getting to that effect for sure. Um, and it's just going up every year because streamer, streamers keep uh, upping the price for the premium. Um, I was looking at my bills today, seeing if there's anything I can kind of reduce. It's mm-hmm. like, well... Have you uh, have you tried Rocket Money the app? No, I haven't. But I, I've seen I've seen what they can do. I don't. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's like I think it's like four bucks a month. They they let you choose how much you want to spend on the app, which is weird. Right. It's like four to eight dollars a month. Um, but it's pretty good. Um, tells me I'm spending it, too much money. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Office UK. I talk about the uh, UK, the American Office all the time. Um, the Office UK came out first. You know, a couple of years yep. before the American Office, and the actor who inspired Kevin, who played Keith on that Office, he inspired Kevin in the American Office, had died. Um, he's comedian uh, Ewan McIntosh. Um, he just died yesterday, the day before. Um, so R.I.P. to him. Um, Roadhouse coming out on Prime on March 21st. New movie. Um, Post Malone, Conan McGregor, Jake Gyllenhaal. This is this is a remake of the original, which. So that gives us a month to watch the original, which I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they released some new posters of that. Um, they released news that Gareth Edwards is direct the next Jurassic World movie. Mm. Um, director of Rogue One, the creator. Um, this is coming out on July July second of twenty twenty five. Still, no idea how they're making that date. Um, yeah, me neither. Heavy no CGI, idea. <laughs> heavy CGI, of course. Um, yeah. Unless they, I have no idea how they're going to do it, but. Uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. They should just they should just move it. <laughs> um, Zasloff at WB announced today that they're they're aiming for a 2026 premiere for the new Harry Potter TV series uh, reboot. Nice. Um, kind of excited for that. I do love Harry Potter. Um, Ballerina, the movie that was a spinoff of John Wick, is being pushed back to 2025, as the Crow remake is yep. moving into June 2024. Has this movie already been? Has this movie already been filmed? They filmed it like a year and a half ago. Okay, um, so it's coming out. I'm nervous. It's coming out on the 30th anniversary of the first film. Okay, um, which the 4K just went up, and I pre-ordered the uh, steelbook because it looks fucking nice. gorgeous. Yeah. Um. So I broke my rule about not buying something already owned on digital, but whatever. Um. I just get worried about this because it's five months out. We haven't seen a trailer, a set photo, picture uh, of uh, Skarsgård as uh, yeah, nothing. We haven't seen anything? Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, they must have high hopes on it because yeah. uh, Skarsgård, he's a great fucking actor, and him. And playing, he wouldn't uh, sign up for he right. wouldn't sign up for it if it looked like trash. But then again, you never know what could happen because all those people that signed up for Madame Web, that shit got changed around a hundred times before it actually filmed. So yeah. Um, have you heard about this movie Sasquatch uh, Sunset? Yes, I've heard pretty much that there's a movie called Sasquatch Sunset. It's that stars Lex Luthor. 
yeah. and it's getting really good reviews. Rave reviews. Um, I saw the trailer came out. I forgot to watch it, but yeah, um, I wanted to bring it up. So we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on that movie. Um, Doctor Who on Disney Plus coming out in May 2024. Coming out in a couple months. Uh, excited for that. Um, we'll release the nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, a lot of 90s artists in this. Uh, Mary J. Bige, Mariah Carey, Dave Matthews Band, Eric B. and Rock Kim, Foreigner, Cher, uh, Peter Frampton, Ooh. James Addiction, Cool in the Gang, Lenny Kravitz, Oasis. I'm surprised Cher's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, Sade, um, A Tribe Called Quest, and Ozzy Osbourne as a solo artist. Um, I believe that should be a, a brain, like a Give, dead given that should happen. So, but. who's getting in? Out of all those, I think Ozzy, uh, Tribe, uh, Cool the Gang, Cher. If you go um, by one name, you have to get into some sort of Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. come on now. Uh, I don't think Dave Matthews Band should get in yet. Um, I think Eric B. and Rakim should. I think they should for just Pioneers. the nostalgia. Pioneer stuff. Uh, Mary J. Mariah. Mariah is a great artist. She writes a lot of her songs. Back in the day, she had mm. a lot of good uh, songwriting stuff. Came out in the early nineties. She still is like the number one Christmas song of all time. So she does, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. This come out in a couple months. Um, Billy Joel. Have you heard the new song? Billy Joel's new song. Oh no, I haven't yet. It's oh, it's good. Fan, it's fan fucking fantastic. It? I listen to okay. it all the time. Um, right, I'll check it out tonight. CBS coming out with a special celebrating his 100th uh, Madison Square Garden show during his residency. Coming out on uh, April 14th on CBS. Uh, it's going to be the whole entire uh, the whole entire concert played on there. I can't wait for that. Um, nice. And I believe it may be on Peacock, uh, Paramount as well. I'm not yep. sure if they're going to do it live. But uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for that. Um, also, Eminem. Doing a documentary called Stands is going to be co-producing it um, about the uh, journey into the world of super fandom through the lens of uh, Eminem and the fans that worship him, and they're going to be talking about other people as well, not just Eminem. I, but I agree uh, with the person that wrote this tweet that uh, they hope Devin saw was in it. Yeah, no shit from the video, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, kind Eminem of... cast him for that video because he was a fan of uh, Final Destination. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, I just saw Devin saw what he was talking about. He did like a Q and A on Twitter. That's cool. He's like, um, I'm going to call him personally, so that's kind of cool. If you had put this on the bingo card for the year, I would have said you're crazy, but I think it's very exciting news that Sam Mendes, the director of all those se- uh, 007 movies, is going yep. in and directing a biopic, four biopics on the Beatles, all coming out in 2027, all four coming out in the theaters, and... They're each each one of these biopics is going to be set in the same time, but they're going to be centered on each character of the Beatles. So you're going to have a biopic on John, Paul, Ringo, and George, each individually kind of interlocking like their own universe into a complete story by the end. I think this is a very monumental project that they're bringing up. Uh, it's going to take the next three years to kind of figure out how they're going to do this. Um, it's like the Avengers of the Beatles, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sam Mendes, great director. We love those 007 movies. The last, especially the ones he directed, were the best ones of this whole bunch. So, um, I, I'm kind of excited for that. So we'll have to wait and see. Keep an eye on that. Um, I wanted to bring this up because John Cena is a fucking riot. He started an <laughs> OnlyFans as Ricky Ricky Stanicky, his new movie coming out. He started an OnlyFans. Um, I'm surprised. Deadpool didn't do that first. Yeah, no, it seems like a very Deadpool thing to do. But it's a verified, <laughs> it's a verified OnlyFans account run by John Cena, by the way. 
um, <laughs> where he's going to be posting pictures as Ricky, Ricky Snicky. This movie comes out, I think, in a couple he just of weeks. Has, he just has so much fun doing this movie stuff. It's fucking great. He does. Um, he was on Howard Stern doing an interview this week, long term, a long form interview. Oh, nice. And, uh, it's pretty good. Um, saw some clips of it. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Um, so speaking of wrestling, Sylvester Stallone underwent seven surgeries after Stone Cold Steve Austin body slammed him during the first Expendables movie. Um, he said he's <laughs> never recovered from it since. So yeah. I, at first I thought that said body shamed him. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that, what? That, that'd be great. <laughs> he went seven surgeries because he got body shamed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the boys announced that uh, June thirteenth is going to be premiere of the new season. Can't wait for that. Thank God. Um, Samuel L. Jackson wants to make a Mace Windu Disney Plus series, saying he's still alive. I've been saying that ever since. Um, we yep. never actually saw Mace Windu die, so uh, I would love to see that too. Um, hurry the fuck up, Samuel L. Ja- Samuel L. Jackson's over seventy now, so fucking do it. Yep. Um, this is exciting. Um, first of all, did you know that there's a heritage collection on the Switch of seven Star Wars games? Star Wars, I, th- I believe it has a lot of the old games from the GameCube era, plus it has Knights of the Old, Repu- old Republic 1 and 2. Yeah, I, have, I-, I own those on the Switch. Okay, you do, because they have a... Perfect they have game a, for the Switch. Perfect game for the Switch. They actually have a game that you can buy. It's on Amazon for $59. You can buy all seven of those games in one card. Oh, nice. I may, I may do that. But they're also coming out with Star Wars Battlefront, the classic games that came out back in the day. Um, that's coming out on March 14th, and it's going to be Battlefront 1 and 2 in a combination for, I think, 30 bucks. I think I saw, um, which is awesome, too. Um, those games were so much better than the Battlefront that they put out on yeah. the uh, new gen. The the ones that you have to pay for basically everything. These were epic. These came yeah. out right after, I believe it came out right after around Revenge of the Sith, and they were amazing. Yeah. Um, the original Xbox games. Uh, and yeah, I think PS2. 2006 was the first one. Yeah, uh, so these yeah, were great. right after. Yeah, these were great. Uh, that's coming out on Switch and PlayStation, Xbox, all that shit. So look for, look for that. Um, they're going to be doing these crossover uh, omnibuses coming out um, sometime this year. Um, showing uh, Marvel versus DC and the Amalgam uh, Age omnibuses, two different ones uh, for different two different publishers. Um, this is where you saw Batman versus Daredevil, Batman versus yep. Captain America, um, Galactus versus Darkseid, uh, Green Lantern versus Sil- Silver Surfer, to name a few. Um, the Al- Amalgam stuff's a little bit different. It's where they took the characters and they combined them into one. Um, the big one that I remember was Bruce Wayne and... Uh, Joining the Age of uh, Asians of Shield, um, you saw Iron Lantern, you saw Lobo the Duck, Spider yeah. Boy, Super Soldier. Um, you saw a whole bunch of different characters kind of combined into one: you know, Dark Claw, Batman, and Wolverine, um, Super Soldier, Superman, Captain America, so on and so forth. Well, they're going to be coming out with two different omnibuses. Um, the very f- probably the f- most famous one from this is Spider Man versus Superman. Um, there's a famous cover art I posted in the notes. Um, and that's coming out on August 6th. Both of these are coming out. Um, exclusive covers. I actually found the covers a couple days ago and posted it in here. Um, but yeah, uh, looks pretty cool. Um, John Cena, Peacemaker Season 2, will have an, a new intro with new characters. Um, also, that character is going to be a DLC in Mortal Kombat. They released a trailer this week. I forgot to mention that. Um, John Cena coming in with a voice eagerly being yep. part of the uh, the Fatal awesome. Fatalities. So, yeah. Um, they released concept art from a pitched Batman Beyond animated film. 
Um, oh, it looks so good. It looks fantastic. It looks a lot like um, Spider Verse, of course. It's yeah, kind of same. Well, one of the guys was pitching it yep. from Spider Verse. Yep. So. yep. Um, but it does look great. It would have been great if they did something like this, but uh, they they went with Spider Verse. Um, <clears throat> Todd Phillips he released three new pictures from the uh, the Joker. The second Joker movie it still comes out October fourth of this year. No trailer, but a lot of pictures so far. Um, Harley Quinn and Joker dancing on a mo- on a rooftop. Um, Joker in a prison cell, uh, kind of giving uh, Eskimo kisses through the through the jail the jail cell to uh, Harley Quinn. So yeah, I can't wait for this movie. We'll have to wait and see when the trailer comes out. Uh, yesterday, James Gunn released a photo of the entire cast of Superman <laughs> on the back lot uh, after they just did a table read. Uh, yep. Pretty much everybody in the movie was there, and, and also Otis. They, yes, they released which, a name. Odd casting, considering in '78 he was basically um, the bitch to Lex Luthor, like right. a dumb bubbling, and they cast an African American. So I wonder if he's going to change the character at all. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, we talked. About I was it, excited. We talked about it through text that this movie is going to be pretty much based off of All Star. Um, Kingdom Come, we kind of elements think it of could Kingdom happen. Come, kind of reverse Kingdom Come, yeah. Since he's a huge fan of the '78 Christopher Reeves Superman, like huge fan, super yeah. fan, it's going to be a lot of elements from that. That's why you see Otis. Yep. That's why you see Miss Tess Mocker. You're seeing yep. a lot of elements from that coming in. I don't think it's going to be an adapt ad- adaptation of it. But Not at all. Ele- it's going to be, whole, be his own. The yeah. legacy is every adaptation kind of being a legacy yeah. to the character of Superman, which is kind of cool. It's, it's very smart of uh, James Gunn. So he's a smart guy. Yeah. Looking so, forward to it. Looking forward to it as well. Um, Spider-Man 2 swings past 10 million units sold. Still haven't beat it. So don't ask. Um, live action Miles Morales. Have you played any further in it? <laughs> no. Don't ask. I said. Uh, live action Miles Morales still in the works, but two other Spider-Man movies take priority. Amy Pascal was on uh, Red Carpet when she was talking about fucking Madam Web. Um, and uh, okay. how they're high, how they're high on uh, getting this going, getting going forward with it. Uh, oh, Scott, I'm starting to I'm starting to lose my voice here in my in my. Uh, God, my cold. It's still it's still there, but it's not fully gone yet. Um. Um. So yeah, uh, the the two movies that she's talking about, Beyond the Spider Verse and uh, the fourth solo movie for Spider Man, kind of on the. Uh, precipice of shit happening soon with that we'll have to wait and see um mark ruffalo returning as the hulk in captain america brave new world that rumor was kind of debunked a little bit it was something mark ruffalo had said um and then they, then they kind of went back and said oh you're not in the movie so shh, shh, quiet quiet um i have a feeling we may see him as a cameo but we'll have to wait and see um oscar isaac has high hopes that moon knight's mcu future involves the midnight sun so do i um i think blade should should show up in that first before his solo movie but that's just my opinion um, uh, it would be great to see if they if they bring in Ghost Rider in that or not. I don't know, um, and I don't think I don't know if uh, they would bring in Cumberbatch to play uh, Doctor Strange or not. But right, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Herschel Alice, there's a lot of rumors that that movie may be canceled. Uh, however, that's being debunked. Uh, still attached. Uh, the movie could end up being delayed. Uh, it's supposed to come out I in 2025, think, and I think they're going to personally. Delay it to 26. I think they should delay that to like February of yeah. 26, and possibly move Fantastic into that right before Thanksgiving, family time type dynamic, right. um, or have it at the end of July. But I do think that Fantastic Four would be a great Thanksgiving movie because it's all based around the family type stuff. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see about that movie. I don't know. 
Um, Nicholas Cage reportedly in talks for the live action uh, Spider-Man Noir show on Amazon. Uh, only, only right that they do that. I hope it's in black and white. I hope they do it justice. Yeah, be dope. Yep. Uh, rumors are circling that it sounds like Marvel Studios and Sony's are, are butting heads over Spider-Man 4's release date. Um, and also the, the, what they want in the movie. Um, Sony's pushing for a 2025 release. Uh, Kevin Feige, because of their slate, they wanted to give it a little bit more time and move, move it a little bit further out. Um, mm. Uh, yeah, I think Marvel wants to do a more more street level movie. They want yep, Kingpin to be the, the villain, and yep. Sony wants it to be more of a another reality hopping Black, adventure yeah. with with the three Spider Man. No so home, they can yeah. make cause they want to make money because they're losing it on all their own fucking properties, yep. which we'll get into at the end. But um, but yeah, they want they want to do something. Sony wants to do something in July on June twenty fifth, twenty twenty five. Uh, but they want to push it to the Christmas after for the earliest, uh, maybe early next year in 2026. We'll have to wait and see about that. Um, the showrunner of The Bear uh, has also been hired to sort out the script of Thunderbolts. Um, yep. Supposedly, the previous drafts is centered on villains and antiheroes going on a mission that was supposed to end in their deaths. Reminds you a lot of uh, fucking Suicide Squad. So, yep. uh, yeah, a lot of people are basing their shit off of that. Um after the follow of Jonathan Majors and Avengers uh, Kang Dynasty, the name has been pretty much confirmed by Hollywood Reporter has been changed. Um, mm-hmm. And they're either going to minimize Kang or delete him from this whole entire thing completely, which kind of sucks, but Jonathan Majors is a fuck-up, so understandably, plus Ant-Man's just was bad. I think they did a good enough story in Ant-Man just to end the story there. Yeah. Um, if they had to. And with Loki kind of season two ending it the way they did, it's it's fine. And finally in news, something that I didn't expect, but it just makes sense. It came out on Valentine's Day. They released the official full cast of Fantastic Four and the most worst kept secret in Hollywood. Worst kept secret in Hollywood. <laughs> um, Pedro Pascal, Mr. Fantastic, Vanessa Kirby, Invisible Woman, Eben, not Ebon, learned that yep. this week. Eben Moss Bachrock playing the thing, and Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things as this Johnny is his, Storm. Mr. This uh, is his second uh, Marvel thing. The yep, guy from the bear. Because he yep. was in Punisher. Yep. Um, yeah, coming out on July 25th of 2025. Um, I believe uh, that's a good date. It's going to be right around the time of Comic Con, so that's gonna actually good timing. Um, but yeah. I uh, I can't wait. I think the poster they released pretty much confirmed a lot of things, including the '60s centric time period. Yeah, um, that'd also, be awesome. I love when they couple, go back like that. A couple more things they released. A uh, picture in the in the picture uh, in the photo. They released a uh, cameo of Herbie. Yes, Herbie was, was was he in any of the other ones? He was in the no. He was in the animated. Okay. Fantastic Four in the seventies. The reason they did that, okay, is because Johnny Storm wasn't part of the team, so they made Herbie a part of the team. The reason they didn't make Johnny Storm a part of the team is because they want didn't want kids in the seventies to be obsessed with fire and be pyromaniacs. Mm, so they time. created you know, different times. So they created Herbie to be the fourth member of the Fantastic Fantastic Four. Um, kind of funny that he's part of this, uh, going to be part of this, and never been a part of any of the movies. Um, like I said, he's been he was in the seventies cartoon. Um, 1978 that came out um, so yeah Herbie was created by Stan Lee and uh, Kirby Jack Kirby so um, yeah we'll have to wait and see what happens with that um, there's a picture of the Life magazine from 1963 so they're kind of thinking that's where the movie's going to be starting off um, 
They also delayed Thunderbolts. Uh, they swapped the release of Thunderbolts and Fantastic Four to make it come out in the summer of next year. Um, the Thunderbolts is coming out on May 2nd, and Fantastic Four is coming out on July 25th, so Thunderbolts is actually coming out earlier. Um, four Marvel films are set currently for 2025. Uh, Captain America 4, which is almost, I think, fully filmed. They're doing reshoots now, coming out February 14th next year. Thunderbolts on May 2nd, Fantastic Four on July 25th, and Blade's still rumored to be, or still set for November 7th. But I think Comic Con, we're going to see a lot of shifts to this. We're going to see, yeah, we're going to see a lot shifting. of stuff yep. Yep. from both sides um, with that call that Zaslav had today, too. Yep. So. And uh, like we mentioned, Ibn Moss Bakrock is going to be the very first Jewish actor to play the thing. The thing was the this notorious for being a Jewish character in the comic books. So that's very exciting. Um, David Crumholtz, who was in a whole bunch of stuff. Um, he was also he was he's just awesome. recently in Oppenheimer. He yep. is awesome. He's very funny. He's in um, that show uh, Numbers from back in the day. I used to love that show. Rumored that he uh, he actually said that he was uh, he was up for the thing. He went and talked to Max Shackman, Shackman about it, uh, playing the thing. Uh, met with him. Um, but yeah, uh, also some new rumors on Blade and Fantastic Four. Um, Marshall Lee was considering leaving. Um, uh, he's happy with the changes being made, uh, so he's he's gonna be staying on. Um, Midnight Suns remains to be in the works at Marvel Studios. Uh, current idea is to bring the team made up of characters who haven't assembled alongside the Avengers. Um, they're saying Doctor Strange is unlikely to appear, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, Rick Gervais, uh, Marvel Marvel's gonna be having to do a. Uh, they want to. The rumor is bringing in a comedian to do the Herbie, the Fantastic Bilber, Four movie. Bilber. Bill Burr, Bill Burr. Burr. <laughs> uh, Ricky Gervais asked on Twitter, "Can I swear?" So there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot there's gonna be a lot of comedians that could come in and do this. It'd be awesome. Um, Harvey R. Bardem uh, remains a top choice to play Galactus, uh, depending on whether he can make the time for it because of the strikes and everything that happened. According to uh, Jeff Snyder, who right. I like, I like Jeff Snyder a lot, but he's not really on the ins, so we'll have to see if that's true or not. Yeah. Um, re, uh, meetings have already took place between Marvel Studios um, and the actors they want to play the uh, Silver Surfer. Um, uh, Anna, Taylor, Anna Taylor Joy, rumored to play uh, gender, gender swapped uh, Silver Surfer, seemed to be incorrect. Um, uh, they also reiterated that Doctor Doom will appear in the Fantastic Four, but at the very end of the movie, kind of like a after credit scene. Um, and likely it will be a body double with the voice added in after and during production, like a. Like we've been speculating between you and I and Chris, been speculating that that Henry Cavill would be an amazing casting for this. Um, we'll have to wait and see if that happens. A lot of people are liking that too. So, um, and Marvel Studios plans on telling two stories for the Fantastic Four, one rooted in the old time, one rooted in new time, which we've been speculating on it as well. So, uh, a lot of Fantastic Four, a lot of Marvel news while we were gone. Um, so that's it for the show, except we're going to be reviewing a movie, but I gotta take a break for a minute because I'm yes. losing my fucking voice. So we're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna we're pause. Gonna, we're gonna pause. See you on back. the other side. <laughs> yep. We'll be back. Let's do the Scooby Doo ending. Good call. Ladies and gentlemen, Sony Pictures did it again. Mm. And by it, it did indeed. I mean shit. Yes. 
I'll just get right out there right now. We have the first grimace of the year, the legitimate studio grimace of the year. I was so disappointed in this movie, and I actually liked Morbius better than this movie. That's where we're standing. Yeah, Morbius is way better than this movie. It's not even close. Um, as far as the tomato meter is concerned, I don't think this has been updated. Um, but Venom has 50, 57% of Rotten Tomatoes. Venom, let, let there be carnage. Um, Venom 1 has 30. Madam Web has 16 at that time. I think it actually has 14 or 13 now. Yeah. And Morbius has 15%. Um, and I, and Madam Web is just a horrible fucking movie. In a junket, a producer of the movie said, and I quote, We found an advantage to not connecting to Spider-Man. <laughs> just what you want to hear from a Spider-Man spinoff in the universe of Spider-Man in the Sony Spider-Man universe of films. Fuck Sony. I, I want to I want to do a official boycott of Sony going forward. It's not gonna take any 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 legs, that's why I'm not gonna do it unless the whole entire country does it. Seems because like you're already doing it. The pro I it's almost we're gonna get into the whole entire mess of this movie. Um they finished the VFX four days before the premiere. You must have put that in the notes. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I just I didn't threw that in the that. notes. Um, that was from the director. They finished it the Friday before the oh, movie great. came out, and the premiere was like Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, wow. Yeah, or whatever, Wednesday. so yeah. 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 Um, talk about the Madam Web uh, character in general. The only thing I know about her is from the 1994 animated series. She was very prominently shown in that series. Yep. She was this character that showed up and told told Peter Parker at points in time in multiverse that um, he was in, he was important. She was the all seer, connecting to the web of multiverses, connected to Spider Man, overseeing all the timelines with him in it. Um, notoriously, she's blind. She sits in a in a throne um, of of webs. Um, so that's basically a all you need lies. to know. About it. The the whole entire thing about Madame Web is she makes no sense as far as ha why was she a solo movie choice? Why? Here's my thing. So No Way Home came out in 2020, right? Yeah. Um, why would the first thing they decide to do after that is be like, let's do a Madame Web movie as opposed to like their own like because they could have used Toby or yeah. Andrew. They could have, but they decided we, to go with said, Madam Web for this weird reason. And we said that before. Like these, the reason they don't have Spider-Man in any of these movies is so fucking stupid. Yeah, they have. They could either make their own Spider-Man, another one, or they could bring in Toby, or they can bring in Andrew Garfield and still make fucking money. They're not making money right now because people right. are getting these shitty movies. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about the directors and everything of this movie later on because they've directed a lot of shit. Um, the questions I have: How? Why? What? There's a lot of what's in this as well. Um, movie set in 2003. Um, for a time period we're familiar with, the soundtrack is awful. Yeah, the whole entire um, movie was written. Yep. Yeah, for Toxic. Yeah, you you must have put this in there. That, was, I remember that was written in this. That was written into the script. It was the only musical choice the director didn't have any control over. Yeah, um, they had they to wanted have that song in there. They wanted it in the movie. It had to be in yep. the movie, and it was prominently shown in one of the scenes. Um, mm -hmm. Acting is get some it? of the but, worst. But do you get it? Because the bad guy can literally poison you, so he's yes. toxic. Yes. You get it? I get you see it. what they did? They're so smart that they just outsmarted everyone. The acting in this is the worst I've ever seen. Dakota Johnson, if you've ever seen the Sh Fifty Shades movies, she's horrible in that. Yeah, I don't she know why she's acting. She Her, upset. She's all she God awful. Wolf. God Her awful. parents are fucking multi-millionaires. <laughs> like, and the girl, <laughs> the spider, the, the spider girls are not that bad compared to her and Ezekiel. No. The guy who plays Ezekiel Sims, 
He oh reminded me a lot of a forced American accent like John claude Every line and all was ADR. Every yep. line was ADR from yep. him. Yep. It was atrocious. Um, it was seemed fake, seemed forced. Um, it didn't work. It just failed. Um, and Ezekiel Sims, what if Spider-Man was evil? Um, there was no sweat web swinging. He only jumped around the whole entire movie. Kind of had a, a dark uh, Spider-Man mask and suit. It's very strange. Um, Amazonian spider people. That's where this whole entire thing was based <laughs> yep. off of. Um, they're in the Amazon in the beginning of the movie, and they they kind of worship spiders. And the spider people were all dressed in weird spider garb, and and they were the natives of the. It's so fucking weird. Such a weird origin. Um, it makes no sense. Um, she will win. Dakota Johnson will win all the Razzies for this movie. Yep. Um, in a in a character reveal that we already knew about, um, Adam Scott Scott was revealed to be. Uncle Ben in the movie. Even he sucked in this movie, and he's he fucking did. awesome. He's, I he's love great. Adam Scott. I mean, too. I mean, he was he he he's great, but not in this. Um, he wasn't given a lot to chew on. So, um, how does Amy Pascal approve these projects, these movies, and, and get them to go in production, even after reading how bad the fucking script is? Um, is um, she purposely trying to know. sabotage the universe? Is she like, is she against Spider-Man? Like, what is she doing? T- to be fair, they are cheaply made. So that's probably why she put it into production because this movie cost them like eighty million dollars. So they figured that oh, it's Spider Man, they can easily make that back. So they they make like one sixty to break even. And they didn't put a lot in advertising either because a lot of people didn't even know this movie was out. And Um, all the advertising revolved around something that doesn't even happen in the movie, like the fact they're only in the suits for like two twenty second scenes. That's it. And it flash forwards. It it didn't even feel. You didn't even feel anything from those scenes either. Nope. Um, Why fight to keep the rights if they don't want to make money on these movies anymore? Because they're so goddamn awful. Like this, and this goes for Morbius. This goes for Venom. I mean, Venom, I understand because because John, Tom Car- Tom Hardy makes that kind of a cool, yeah, weird thing. But this movie and Morbius just make no sense. Why they yep. don't want to have the connection to Spider Man? Why they don't want to have any of that? And they yep. just make them so bad. I have um, faith in Craven. It was written by the same guy that wrote Equalizer, so I at least have faith in that. But well, you know what the studio did afterwards. Yeah, so. we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the writers about the, of this mm-hmm. movie in a few. Yeah. Um, the movie is just one big prequel to inevitable events. At one point, there's I mean, there's no Peter Parker in the movie. Um, only slightly referencing him being born to Ben's sister in 2003, um, played by Emma Roberts. She's kind of pregnant. Uh, the baby. Yeah, that the was baby, random as fuck. The baby is never named in the movie, but you know, you know, you know who it's gonna be. Uh, ben is also referencing meeting a new girlfriend, presumably being Aunt May. Um, the the prequel to Madame Web becoming the All Seer, trying to figure out her timeline warping powers. Um, she does accidental time travel and she can't fully control and understand throughout the movie. And then finally, by the end, she still doesn't really understand it. And she becomes this All Seeing, wheelchair bound, fucking hippie. Yeah, that was I, weird. I, yeah, just losing her sight like that. Um, the three Spider Woman, uh, Spider Woman, Spider Girl, and Ariana. Ariana, um, they end up murdering in a flashback. They end up murdering Ezekiel Sims, and he sees them. Which there's no explanation how he sees this flashback, how he sees them in the future. Oh, it's a, it's a flash forward. Right. There's, there's no, there's no, his, <laughs> there's no reason why he has this vision. Just sees it, and he just sees them killing him in the future. So he has to go so and hunt them, track hunt them down. down. Yep. Um. Brooke's glass is constantly representing spider webs throughout the movie. I noticed yep. that. Um, where is the action? Probably lost with the story because there was no action. Um, Cassie's web's origins in the third act. Um, she becomes blind. Fireworks in the face. 
I wrote seriously in the notes. Um, she becomes wheelchair bound. Um, she's starting to control, manipulate, and understand these ghostly vision powers from the web of life. Uh, uh, I, 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 uh, I can't. I think I think my favorite part of the movie is when she goes into the water and little fucking Ben Parker like pulls her out of the water or whatever. They wake up like on the side bank and I'm like, yeah. that's like, he, what? Like he's a small dude. Like there's no way he would have been able to get down there, get her body up, and then drag her up to where they are underneath the overpass. And <laughs> one of the one of the greatest atro- atrocities of this movie was the line, "When you take on the responsibility, oh my God. great great power will come." A retooling of with great power comes great responsibility. Honestly, and I wanted to throw this movie out the window when I heard I, that. I know I texted you about this, and I kind of wish it, it actually came true. Was I was like, I'm gonna lose my shit if because they showed in the preview that I'm eating Chinese food, and he gets that message like in his fortune cookie, and they kind of teased that, that was gonna happen. And I honestly think it would have been better than how it actually happened in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, this movie was unneeded. Um, to the overarching Spider-Man story, there was really no need for her being a part. of and by the end, there's this big, huge team-up at the end with her and ghostly form and the three Spider-Women in the future fighting side-by-side, side, fighting who knows what. Um, Madam Web, I mean, I know in the new comic books she she's more interactive, but back in the day, all she was was a sitting on a throne of Spider-Webs in the multiverse, kind of overseeing everything. She wasn't... She wasn't... Uh, it's just weird. Um, Easter eggs. Maddie... Um, who could save us? I guess I can call my uncle. In the comics, her uncle is J. Jonah Jameson. That's yep. the black spider woman. Um, you see a PSP on the subway in yep. 2003. Didn't come out for a couple more years. Yeah, 2005. Um, Julia Carpenter. They changed her name to Julia Cornwall for some reason. Played by uh, by the one that you like there. What's her name? Um, Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Um, brings us back. To th- this is just a huge, few huge steps back. Wherever MCU, DCU kind of took steps forward. This took a step back in time. Where shitty comic book movies were all that were made. Money machine versus quality. With the exception of Disney and Marvel Studios and DC. Are towing the line and dipping their waters in shit. Now this reminds me a lot of Dylan Dog with uh, Brandon Routh. Um, what was the movie? Um, Jonah Hex with uh, with uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah, a lot of a lot of weird movies came out in the late two thousand when they just were looking for the money machine. Um, every, uh, even the worst Marvel movies, like even Marvels, even fucking, were more enjoyable than this. You can actually get some story out of it uh, compared to other female movies in the DCU, MCU, whatever. Even fucking Birds of Prey. Um, there really is a far divide in what they did with this movie and the quality of the story. Um, and you can kind of tell, like, this is, there, there are good woman stories. Not because a woman starred in this movie. There are good woman story-based stories. There are bad ones, and this is atrociously bad. Um, D- Dakota Johnson was in defense of this movie, pretty much distancing herself in the press junket, which kind of sucked for Sony because when you sign up for a movie, you put so much time into it, you sign these actors up, you expect them to kind of be promoting it, not being nonchalant about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one I really saw promoting it was Sydney Sweeney, when she was yeah. on, like, Hot Ones, and she was doing, I think she did, like, The Tonight Show or something, too. Yeah, and a lot of people were promoting it positively, but Dakota Johnson kept bad-mouthing it throughout the whole entire... And I wouldn't be surprised if Sony went back and sued her, because it is mm-hmm. bad press for a movie that is already getting bad press. You don't go in and sue something that you put a lot of time and effort in, even if it's bad. You don't you don't act like that as an actor. You don't get paid. I, I hate people that do that shit. Um, 
she 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 ended up talking about her young co-stars badly um how they were young and they were naive um she talked about how there were drastic changes to the script made while they were doing it after she signed on um she says that she hasn't seen madam web yet and she don't know she doesn't know when she'll ever see it maybe someday um she just was very, very like, uh, oh, I don't know. And then she was trying to name Spider-Man movies and she didn't know any of the Spider-Man. She didn't know research. She had no connection to the character. And you can kind of tell through the fucking movie. Um, they recycled some footage for Spider-Man 2. Um, and I don't think that means anything. I think just Sony was being Sony. Yeah. Um, I put a, posted a picture of that whole final scene of them as a four Spider-Woman, which pissed me off. Um... These directors, or these, uh, I guess they're, yeah, the directors, the right? The writers, yeah. These are the writers, yeah. Yep. They wrote Dracula Untold, which I hear is not a bad movie. Low-key, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, the Last Witch Hunter, which I hear is a bad movie. That's terrible. Mor- Morbius, Gods of Egypt, I hear is another bad movie. And Madam Web. They wrote all of these bad movies under 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, and they still and they still keep getting hired to write movies. Why does that happen right now? <laughs> Why? Like we want good stories. We don't want shitty movies. If they have a track record like this, why are these people getting hired more and more and more? It's because they're cheap. Like why can't you hire good writers for shit like this? Why do you have to dri- drive down in the bottom of the barrel and get these shitty writers that don't know how to put a good story on screen? Because I don't they get have it. a good pitch. Yeah, but the pitch. Well, based work, on the like... pitch. Yeah, but you don't know yeah. if that was the you don't know if that was the script because the director even said that everything changed three to four times before they, after she signed on and all the stars signed on. Um, so you have no idea how much involvement they had in Morbius or Madame Web. Um, I don't know about the other ones, but if they're for Sony or not. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's awful. Movie's awful. Story's awful. Acting is atrocious. It's a grimace for me. I I was so pissed when I, I'm so pissed at Sony for doing this to a character that I absolutely love. I love Spider-Man. I, I, I love what the MCU has done with it. I know they have. I know MCU and Kevin Feige kind of have their, kind of have their creative control of the character over there. I think they should come out with a deal where they unify the universes and stop doing this bullshit. Or I know they don't want to give full control to Disney and, and Kevin Feige, but obviously they know they know what to do. They're not going to be making any movie on these on these spinoffs um, unless they have Spider Man in it. And I don't know if Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire is a good choice for that or not. Um, I think they have to rein in... The big problem is reining in the writers. Like I mentioned, they need to bring in some good writers. People that have a good good uh, resume to their name. Not just for comic book movies, just in writing in general. Could be TV. I mean, they brought Max Shackman into fucking... To <coughs> WandaVision, from WandaVision to do Fantastic Four. Just bring in somebody with a good, good resume, good pedigree to do any type of writing. It could be anything at this point. Anything could be better than a 14% of Rotten Tomato in your fucking resume. So, it's a it's a grimace for me. It's a big grimace for me. <laughs> and I don't even think um, you can do I don't even yeah. think you can do grimaces on uh, on uh, Letterbox, but you can't. I think you can No, I don't think you can even do zeros. You just don't rate it. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll same for me the the grimace. Um, the other thing too that we didn't mention uh so this movie takes place in 2003. Yeah. Um, I thought the dumbest fucking part of this movie is she steals a taxi. Um, taxis yes. have tracking within them. Oh my um, God, you're right. Also, she takes this taxi, right? 2003 is two years after 9-11. Mm-hmm. She parks said taxi after removing the plates from the taxi 
at a fucking airport for like a week when she goes back down to Argentina or wherever the you're fuck right. she goes. That makes um, no sense. You're right. That In 2003, like even today, it probably wouldn't be allowed. Like they would have looked into it. They would have had bomb back squads then, over there. But like 2003 especially, you couldn't then, fart near been... an airport without being suspected of having yeah. a bomb on you. Yeah. Um, well, so I yeah. Thinking that. yeah, you're right about yep. that. Timeline but doesn't yeah, match that. Definitely a grimace for me. The music, like you mentioned, was awful. The story was awful. Um, the pitch itself um, sounds kind of cool because it's basically uh, Final Destination. It just was executed extremely poorly. Um, and casting choices. Casting choices were horrible. That was, yeah, that's I mean, the I main know, problem I had with it. I don't know why they signed Dakota Johnson. She's not even like a huge name. Like She had the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, and after that, I have no fucking idea. What she's done since um, maybe she had maybe she had a deal with Sony where they had to I, probably I have no, I have the, no idea were Fifty Shades of Grey were they Sony's I don't know or not okay. I don't know um, but yeah I have no idea um, Sydney Sweeney was fine but then again like they cast Sydney Sweeney they weren't in it and they age her down to being like sixteen so you can't even like really like like yeah. you cast Sydney Sweeney because she's well one she's actually a pretty good actress that's yeah. first and foremost um, two she's gorgeous and then you age her down to like and just it was just dumb. The way they did that. Um, yeah. The chick that's going to be in Superman Legacy was okay. That's the first thing I think I've ever seen her in. Um, was she the one that was Dora the Explorer also back in the day? In the movie, I think she yeah, was. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, she'll be in Legacy. Um, the three main girls were okay, like the younger ones. That's but they really that. didn't have much to work with. Uh, yeah. It was basically Dakota Johnson's whole show. Right, and, they, weren't um, in, they weren't in it that much. So it, yeah. I don't know if you've ever performed CPR or ever been trained in CPR like I have. Um but the way they depict it in this movie just doesn't work. Um, she's like, you just keep pressing on the chest till eventually it starts up. And it's like, yeah, um, if you go for more than like a minute, you're probably not going to bring the person back to life. Plus, in like three minutes, she brings two people back to life with the CPR. CPR has like an 8% rate of working to begin with. Yeah. So it's like, so much of this movie was a mess. You had you didn't even mention uh, fucking, what's his name? The comedian uh, Mike Epps was in this movie for like, Briefly. Three and a half minutes. Yeah. Very briefly. Uh dies. Um that was, yeah, the this only movie fi- was just a giant that was sack the, of shit. That was the only final destination like effect of this whole entire movie was just him dying and her and her kind of seeing in the future and seeing him right, dying. Right, right. But same it's idea like, is like you see like just a little bit in in the yeah. future. Um yeah. so uh, awful. But, I mean it was just yeah, it was it was don't terrible. even don't even this stream this sucks. Don't even stream this movie when it comes out. That's how bad it is. Um, if you have a free on uh, on HBO Max, wherever the hell it would end up streaming, don't where don't, does it's Sony bad. end up? I think Sony just goes to the biggest buyer. Yeah, probably. So it'll be um, on Netflix. I, th- I, guess. I think I think they have a deal with Netflix actually. Now I Do think they? Okay. It. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for news. Next month, next week, uh, next week we we'll do a show and tell. Um, Halo Curve. We're gonna continue watching that in March. Got a few things we're gonna talk about. Um, Dune. Dune. We're gonna talk about that next week. Um, comes out next uh, Thursday. We're gonna We're going review Thursday. it. Yep. Yes. Can't wait. Um, Spaceman on Netflix comes out. That's getting bad reviews. We're probably not gonna watch that. Um, we're also gonna be starting an MCU rewatch for Phase Four and Phase Five for the month of March. We're gonna be watching Black Widow and Shang Chi sometime that month. Um, the the uh, on the fifth the third the uh, fifth season of uh, Dark Side of the Ring comes out. First episode is gonna be about Earthquake. Um, Ricky Snicky comes out on. On uh, the 8th, uh, Imaginary, the horror movie, comes out the same day. Um, the Oscars are going to be out on the 10th. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, Invincible Season 2, I know you're into that, Part 2 on the 14th. Yep. Um, 
uh, Quiet on the Set, the Dark Side of Kids TV. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, coming out on the 17th, the uh, Nickelodeon behind-the-scene drama with all the uh, sexual assault stuff that happened. Um, X-Men 97 on the 20th. Um, Roadhouse on the 21st on Prime. Um, Steve Martin documentary on Apple Plus on the 29th, the end of the month. Um, sometime in the month, we're going to be doing our TV nerd tournament during the Final Four, sometime around the end of the month. Um, I've got 12 prospects we're going to put together in a tournament, finding out who is the ultimate TV nerd from the 80s and 90s, 2000s. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong, or And Kong, the new Empire, comes out on the 29th, and on the 22nd, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Probably the one thing I'm looking forward to the whole month of March. So we're going to be talking about that um, towards the end of the month. Um, so that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're back. Hopefully, I uh, get my voice back fully by the time we record next week for the yes. new episode. And uh, we will talk to everybody then. We'll talk to everybody next week. Peace. Peace.